Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. This is your host, Bailey Winch. Um, I just want to come on here and uh, say thank you for listening. And uh, if you guys would, go over and give us a follow on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Adirondack Bucks and Beyond. Enjoy. What's up guys? Welcome back to the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. Haven't been here in uh, in a little while, but uh, we're back and we have a full crew tonight, including an extra guest over here. The one and only. The one and only Gunga. Gunga. Um, Say hi Gunga. Hello peoples. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what we're going to do is just kind of talk over how our season went and what we took out of it and go from there. Just kind of have a loose over. conversation. But we'll go around the room and introduce everyone. So I'm Bailey, Gunga, Adam, Tyler, Corey, and Brad, aka Papa. 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 Or Darby. Papa. Or Darby. Got Zora here too. Oh, Zora. Yes, here we have too. we have the puppers here with us. Yeah. <laughs> laying on the couch. So. With their fave. What a season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, uh, a, what a quick season. Yeah, it's been a long season, that's for sure. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of. We, we've had our we've had our ups and downs this year, that's for sure, as everybody has, I'm sure. But yeah. <clears throat> I think we we kind of want to start off. Everyone kind of take out what the the best part of their season, something that sticks out in their mind the most. Um, start with you, Brad. Yeah, definitely. Um, being up in Blue Mountain Lake was was the pinnacle for me because we started it last year. And did it again this year, except we had a couple more guys in camp this time. And um, that is just a trip I guess we really look forward to now because we usually get on pretty good snow up there. It's usually the end of the season. And we enjoy hunting out of the tent camp, but to be uh, up at you know, one of the cabins up there, you get a little more creature comforts. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can hunt a little bit harder knowing that you're coming back to a warm place at the end of the day. It's cozy. Yeah, we had a lot. We we always have a good time up there. You always get on a couple good tracks, and you never know what you might run into. Lots of laughs. Yeah, yeah. Lots of laughs. It's always fun coming back at the end of the day and shooting the breeze with everybody. It's about the, what it's they the type saw. of trip you look forward to all off season. Yep, the snow's yep. flying. You're in the big woods. You're with you know. You're with. It's the, the hunting. It's like the hunting season feeling. Yeah. yeah like yeah. you, you guys are there. You're at camp. Yeah. We're all ready to go hunt in the morning. Yeah. New country. Snow. You know, it's something different. So. That trip really encapsulates what deer hunting. It's all, about. it's all about. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Get yeah. to get to explore some new territory and a lot, a lot of fun. Stretch your there. legs. A lot yep. of fun. Corey, I'd agree. Yeah, no, I that definitely that along with just tank camp in general. I mean, the fact that we got to spend how many weekends together as a group. I mean, at least four yeah. different weekends. It was an absolute blast. Gunga, we missed you up there, um, but boy, yeah. it was fun. It was it was a lot of fun. We learned a lot. We really got to dive into the property that we'd hunted yeah. for a while no, we committed to tech camping big time like we didn't miss oh yeah head. we had an, if we had an opportunity we were up there oh yeah every every free moment we had which generally fell on the weekends with everybody's schedule but oh it was it was an absolute blast and i mean honestly i think mm-hmm. in a way it led to you know your success moving mm-hmm. forward, or well you know near success sure. as the season progressed sure. and then mine later on 100 percent something to be said for being out there already oh yeah you know, Did, not having to hike in as much as we like hunting out of the truck too but to just wake up and walk 10 minutes and you're already hunting instead oh, of walking you're cutting, you're cutting the an track. hour to an hour oh. and a half to start hunting i mean that saves a big time yeah. yep. and those late nights on friday night 
when we would get up there at nine o'clock at night oh, and yeah, then man. walk our three miles. Well, the excitement of going. Oh into camp man, that's too. fun. You though. work all week and then like a third, you know, Thursday night comes freaking camp three days, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the fellas. Yeah. We're haunting, dude. Good times. And, and nothing yep. else matters. You yeah, have no yeah, cell yeah, service. You have no contact with anyone other through your GPS. Yeah. It's yep. just you're disconnected yep. and you're there to hunt, and that's yeah. it. You're disconnected, but we're connected. I guess you know, like it's. <laughs> yeah. it's we're out Just there far enough for yeah. yeah. We're connected in the... We get to fry potatoes yeah. and Vienna sausage water. Yeah. It, was, it was a good time. <laughs> not a single, not a single blowout. Well, when you guys weren't there one day, Corey and I were going at each other a little bit because he kept wearing his muddy Crocs into the tent. Oh, <laughs> oh, Mr. Mom over there. <laughs> and, I was, and I hadn't slept at all that night, so... The night before that, when we hiked in, I was exhausted and I was not having. It. I just kept yeah. stepping in his wet mud. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we we learned a lot. As much as as smoothly as this season seemed to go for us first time, mm-hmm. hunting out of tent back in the Adirondacks where we had to hike to it. Man, did we have a we had a good time and we didn't. I mean, the hiccups they were there, but they weren't big. I was they just I was just gonna say for our first year being in the tent camp. It honestly went pretty good. It yeah. seemed as if we had almost everything that we needed every single time we were yeah. up there. Whether that was food, yeah. we had a surplus of food there's, every single yeah, time. There's, there's still food, food up there. there. The, wildlife, the things sure. we would do differently going into next year, we never would have known until we hunted out of camp. Exactly. You know, so we really couldn't have done it any better. It's like you have to make the mistake in order to yeah, learn. Absolutely. You know? And we're we're gonna be better prepared next year. We're gonna be in there earlier, mm-hmm. have stuff set up at a, at a better time. Oh, I mean, when did we set up camp? Two, September two, two weeks before was, the yeah. season. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was, no. You know, it was October. It was during. It was during both yeah. season. Yeah, and and that was to be in compliance with the ranger. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Next year we'll things, get, but yeah, in, we'll uh, try we'll, and figure that out yeah. a little yep. bit different next year. Yeah, we and, can get an extended permit and whatnot. Yeah. So. Our hunting area, we're gonna know. I think even better next year too. We found mm-hmm. great spots this year. Really good spots. I mean, Brad, you ran into a nice buck up there. You know. I ran into you a ran buck, a, a buck, Corey's buck. You know, we all, we all, you know, know now kind of where they, where they were this year. Well, we're gonna well, be able to track it a little bit better. We're gonna be able to maybe you know set up some cameras and stuff like that, kind of get an idea. What's how gonna be interesting it. is to see next year because you always hear guys talking about annual data on bucks. It's gonna be interesting next year to go back to the spots where we had success yeah. this year and check them out and see the, the what's going of country on. Country that we crossed out this year. Oh. It's tremendous. Oh, yeah. like, there's places I just yeah. won't go back to, and there's places right. I can't wait to dissect next year. Mm-hmm. 100%. Absolutely. Yep. 100%. And find that one buck that was making all those big old rubs on those yeah. cedar oh, trees. Oh, oh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna find that it. That spot, gonna... Bailey, is going to be a good I spot hope next year. I can't wait to go shed on it. I really yeah. can't. Yeah. So, Ty, what, yeah. what's something you took away that, you, that instantly well, pops in your head? I mean, for me, first time really tracking. Um... And just like everyone else here, you did it once and you were hooked. I got real lucky and uh, was able to actually have my, not, I wouldn't call it success, but I finally got on a buck and I tracked it and I, you know, was on him. His beds were nice and warm when I got to him, mm-hmm. pushed him three times and uh, finally got a little, uh, I finally saw him after I pushed him out of that last bed. And, uh, you know, this is something you don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but... <laughs> Jeez, it couldn't have been two minutes later. I hear a kaboom, <laughs> and I just about—I I was excited because I was like, "And that, knew, that's I an knew. entertaining first track to say the <laughs> yeah. least." I was like, "Well, Brad and I cut this track early in the morning, and it walked right across the the path." And Brad and I, well, we looked at each other. We're like, 
doesn't have a bad little hook on him, so... And it was like, who wants to take it? He's like, all right, yeah. You, I'm not going to lie. I thought that thing was a hog. Right? <laughs> so like, I go ahead and take it. So I took it, and uh, I, I went into an area with a bunch of beds. Was this the exact same track? I found, I think it was like four beds. I was like, all right, what are the freshest tracks coming out of it? And I jumped on those. Decent sized stuff. I'm not saying it's the same exact track, but uh, probably was, given the freshness of when we cut it. Followed that for a while. Heard a crash. Pushed him, and so I heard a crash. So I, I guess I pushed, pushed him out of the bed. Got walked up, found the bed. Walked more, found, heard another crash. Found another bed. Walked more, found. Uh, walked more. Now I'm getting closer to him because uh, the, the last bed I found was warm, fresh droppings right there, mm. and uh, I was like, the and it was maybe twenty to twenty oh, degrees that, that day, day, and the, the leaves were cool. were wet and they were soft and they were quiet. So I was like, I know I'm close. Yep. I don't know, walk maybe a hundred yards. And this this buck was toe dragging the whole day. He was tired. He wanted to just lay down. He was sick of me pushing him. And I finally I'm pushing him. It's real pretty nice area, pretty open rocks everywhere, you know. And I could see pretty far. And I saw a leg just move up there. So I pull up and wait and I'm waiting. All right, he, I'm on him. He's right there. I'm on him. I gave him like like I said three minutes max. Kaboom! <laughs> I got right on my phone. I was like, Brad, tell me that was you, man. Tell me that was you. Unfortunately, it was not Brad. <laughs> fortunately uh, for the other guy. Yeah, though. fortunately for the fortunately other guy. Fortunately for the yeah. other guy. Let me tell you what. I, I walked that buck straight to him. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> on a silver platter. One heck I, of an unplanned drive. One, right one heck of an unplanned drive. But I will say this. Walked up to. I ended up walking up to the hunter, and he was a real, 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 real nice dude. And mind you, this is the last day of uh, Northern Zone rifle season. It ended up being a spike. But I tell you what, he had a decent. He had a decent track on him. But you know, I knew when I when I got to his bed. And it was smaller than I had initially expected. Oh yeah. my God. Well, he's not that big. Oh, the yeah. biggest thing with that track is that it was only about two or 300 yards onto the foot trail we came in yeah. on. And he had a really nice stride on him. I, the fact that he was only a spike kills me because yeah. he had a beautiful stride on him and he had a really nice stagger on him as mm-hmm. well. And I'm certainly no professional tracker, but I've seen some whopper buck tracks in my day and I've followed some good bucks too. And this deer, if I hadn't put you on him, I would have been the first one to take that track. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you just get fooled by a track. I'm pretty convinced of it. I mean, Bailey's buck that he shot earlier this year, I think it was, was it your buck or Bailey's? It was both of ours. Both of ours. Your, it was your buck, Corey, because he was hanging down. That buck had a freaking hoof on him, man. That he, was a he had a, he had a typical hot sex leg oh, yeah. hoof on him that yeah. you see online, then, guys posting pictures of. And then your, your big rifle buck. Short he throat. had a tiny little hoof on him. He had skinny, really skinny pads at the bottom of his hoof. So sometimes, I mean, maybe you don't judge a buck by his hoof. Obviously, yeah. a big whopper track can be a big buck. Yeah. yeah. Brad says something important, and I just want to put this disclaimer out there that we in no way, shape, or form claim to be professionals or know oh, God, everything no. we're God, talking no. about. What, what, we nice are stuff? we are learning as we yeah. are going what, right what, now. What nice we are two about... years into this, and that's Brad and Corey. Tyler and I are a year. Yeah. Adam's a year. Gunga. Has not gone up tracking, but he's definitely going with us next year. Yes, I um, learned so much we, in yeah. that that one day of getting on that buck, and I learned mm-hmm. a lot just because I was like, I pushed him three times, and I know like when you were to tell your story about how many times you pushed him, I was you were in the back of my mind thinking about it. Okay, got to give him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's starting to get up a little bit later. I pushed him a couple times. He's tired. Mm-hmm. He's gonna bed oh, yeah. down, and I'm hoping he makes a mistake. He made a mistake. 
for the other hunter. Right. And that was yeah. per- well, I'm not to say he made yeah, a mistake, but I pushed him to him the whole day. Like that it, speaks volumes. That, you're in the track and you're reading it correctly. That's a, that's a win yeah. in and of itself. That's a win. Mm-hmm. So that's yep. that's my ultimate takeaway from this. I learned a lot that day tracking in the snow, and it just felt nice to finally be able to. Get on a track and see it. Yeah. It, to get just even seeing it, that was like the highlight of us. Oh, oh yeah. my god! I actually caught up. With I this know. Guy. I was crazy. Like, Are you kidding me? It's a boost of confidence and mental yeah. relief. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I was not sad no. knowing that that guy shot it, and I was walking it's back. Pretty awesome, shot. really, because honestly, yeah. not many people can say they've had that happen to yeah. you. I don't. I, I'll tell you. <laughs> like I, the, I the you amount what, of area that we were hunting, and for you to push it into that one he's area. A, it's a, to put it in perspective, it it's about 100,000 100, acres total, this wilderness system, and Tyler managed to push the one deer he had <laughs> to another hunter. So I got to say, I don't know what it is about me, but if you hunt with me, everyone that I hunt with has got success. My father shot, my, my <laughs> father, my father shot a beautiful nine-pointer, my first year ever hunting with a rifle, beautiful nine-pointer, maybe... 25 yards from me. This year, Dad shot, shoots a beautiful eight-pointer on nice my property. It's a 20-acre property. It's a 20-acre property. This guy's sitting in a little climber tree stand maybe uh, 50 yards behind me and blasts this beautiful eight-pointer in farm country. I'm like, guys, hunt with me. All right? I... I'll bring a gun, but I won't put any bullets in there, all right? You guys can just have By the way, your, dad, your dad sent me a picture of how he cleaned it up. It looks really nice. It looks really good. Like so that buck my father shot, nice eight-pointer. He ended up blasting it straight through the heart. And uh, he got up. And, uh, he, he, walk, he, he got him. He took a few steps. Just pile, got up, piled down again, got up. He, I think he fell down four times. He ended up breaking uh, one of his tines off. Yeah. But, Nice buck. It was a very nice buck. Well, that was good. Adam, Adam what do you got? I think my takeaway is what a grind hunting on bear ground can be. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah. There's so many different takeaways from that also. I mean, you know, just you got you got to do it. You got to grind it out. You're going to you're going to pick up information that you wouldn't have found, you know, whether it be, you know, rubs or scrapes or or uh, food that you're, you know, acorns or whatever it might be. That you're not going to see when the snow is on the ground, but the deer is still going to be there. Um, we hunted our butts off, I would say, <laughs> to say the least. When there was when there was no snow on the ground, oh, and now that the snow <laughs> is here, I am so happy that it is. Yep. Um, I kind of took hunting hunting in the snow for granted. Um, hunting the way we do with my out of my family camp, the, the snow never really mattered. I mean, you know, you might see a few more deer. And the, the bucks might have been moving a little better. Deer in general might have been moving a little better. But it never really had an effect on what we were doing mm-hmm. as a whole. Um, coming to hear a track with you guys, it's a uh, whole different animal. It you is just learned totally so much about how the deer yeah. use the land. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. so amazing. It's instant information. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. You yeah. know. It's funny that you said in the past podcast brad that when you were following that buck that you got shot into how he took you to buck areas because because that buck that was falling by some really nice old rubs really really nice old rubs yeah yeah i i I like that you brought that up adam actually because i i told you this Corey, not too long ago i i love hunting bear ground i really do i have always done it i mean we we never like i said you know, the way we've kind of always done these still hunting drives, they weren't really drives, but you weren't really still hunting. 
You had people who were sitting in areas where you you saw as many deer walking into the drive as were coming out of it. And when when we started really hunting with the snow and doing the legitimate still hunting, the still hunting, it really just uh, elevates it. It's, elevate it's, it teaches yeah. you hunting on snow. It just teaches you so much. Yeah, the, the nice part the nice part about bear ground hunting or even hunting on the track is that. Compared to farm country, I think one of the one of the most enjoyable aspects of it is the fact that you really have to hunt with all of your senses. When you're sitting in a tree stand, you're just sitting and you're looking and you're waiting mm-hmm. and you're listening. But you're really half the time. Let's be honest. We're on our phones, or you're hunting the same stand you've hunted a million other times. When you're moving through the woods and you're bare ground hunting or you're tracking, it, it, you are on full alert the entire time, or at least you certainly should be. And there's something to be said for, there's times when you're hunting and you can feel when you're locked in and you're really taking it all in. You know, Rodney likes to talk about how you kind of got to get your woods eyes. And that's mm-hmm. the truth. When you first get out in the woods, you're looking around, you feel like you really can't pick anything apart. About an hour in, though, you are very aware of your surroundings. Your predator instinct. Yeah, you basically, so. yeah, you are. You're moving like a predator. You've got the smell of the woods. The sound. You've picked up like the sound for that day. If it's a real quiet day, it's a real windy day pick your, your pace like you've kind of established your pace we all get in the woods and you just want to shuffle 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 mm-hmm. and eventually start finding your hunting pace mm-hmm. and uh i think that's what's really it's like I mean, fine you just, tuning a motor you really become a better woodsman and that's what you're saying adam and yeah. it, it's it's true and it is nice once the snow hits to start confirming especially areas you've hunted where you've, you've wondered why you couldn't figure out a certain buck or you just couldn't seem to figure out the area to go in and confirm how the deer use that area mm-hmm. Is you know it's priceless or disprove it's, what you thought, and a, and a lot of times I find that sure, thing, oh, that deer's right. probably doing this. Yeah. You go back to that area and stuff, and you're like, yeah, that's not sure. That's it's funny. Cool. It's funny you said the first hour because I've said it a million times this season. Like it's always the first hour for me of tracking mm-hmm. that is my worst tracking. Mm-hmm. Like I just I can't. I'm tired. I don't want to like walk up that steep no. hill, and then after an hour, I feel like I'm just like a switch yeah. engaged. Well, engaged, especially just, if you we'll get keep on a, going. Especially if you get on a track. You just don't think about anything anymore. You no. don't think about how tired you are. You don't worry about going back not to the truck. All. You're not distracted by anything. You will just you don't get hungry or thirsty or nothing. You just follow that track. Yep. That's all you want to do. No matter yep. what, you just keep following yeah. the track. You're it's completely just, right. It is. That's yeah. it, man. You just keep, we, you um, get fixated. On bare ground, you're like, <laughs> yeah. all right, well, where am I going to go next? <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. sure. where, where's that buck going to go next? And I got to try and find, I'm putting myself in the mind of the buck like if i was the buck you know where am i going next if i'm you know yeah. you're just kind of trying to find out where you're going to go next so to where's come the back track and, you're on it you're thinking just like you said just to come back that. into farm country this these last you know two weeks or so basically it's oh my tough, dude, man, the property right? lines are killing me man uh, when you get up in the big woods and you're just as free as a freaking bird man it's, it's not a worry in the world it's so much better. the only boundaries you have are water yes yeah, it's, it's so much better <laughs> well while, while we're on the topic of bare ground what is what is everyone's so what's a tactic that everyone uses on what's what's probably the most important tactic that you use on bare ground for spots that you're going to go to i would say that your biggest tactic is to slow down and just disappear and i know that's gonna be controversial to Corey and brad oh hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but it's true in areas that you may not know exactly what deer are doing the last thing you want to do is go in there and, in my opinion, is just and muck it up. Become a part of the woods. You want to disappear. Let them continue to do what they're going to do and just keep making your way slowly. 
Well, I will say everyone so has their big, own personal way. My biggest that. downfall is, yeah, I like to move. I, I, and, and I'm I not have a really tough time. I, I, I wouldn't even say it's pace necessarily, but my biggest thing is I just can't sit still, even in spots where I feel like I need to sit still. Mm-hmm, Effective spots mm-hmm. where I know it's a super funnel. There's the signs there, whether it be a sighting, the scrapes, the rub, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So moving forward from this year, I guess one of my biggest takeaways from hunting on bare ground is. I need to find the discipline to make myself sit still in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And one of those situations being super calm, crunchy days. Because I can't effectively still hunt on those days. Me personally, mm-hmm. can you effectively still hunt? Sure. Guys like Zach from THP have proven it. Brad, you've proven it. Me though, I can't. I would love to find a way to make myself sit still, even for a half a day, to see what happens. Whether it be from a tree stand or a high point, whatever it may be, I think there's success to be found there. I know there's success to be found there. We see a bunch of guys mm-hmm. from the Adirondacks that do it year in and year out. Yep. And that's based off of annual data and years of hunting the same area. But I really think that can be super it's, effective. So moving forward, I would like to get better at that personally. It's, and it's not, it's not even st- like stand hunting. It's, it's taken three steps standing there for three minutes yeah that's you know, i don't i don't know just, i don't have a problem it's just with that, disappearing but, um, into your and just keep it it's keep it simple stupid when you're hunting the big woods and this is why because i'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind haunt the sign yeah it's pretty yeah, yeah. deer yeah. in the big woods communicate through rubs and scrapes like you wouldn't believe and we have found that out more and more over these past two years i've never seen bucks scrape like they oh. do in the mountains. The scraping oh, uncomparable was unbelievable. You're talking about year. bucks with true age structure up yeah. there. You're talking about five, six, even potentially seven-year-old bucks that have true... I'm not going to call it... It's not about their core range. It's about the fact that they establish areas that they let other bucks know that this is my area. You you could... you If you haunt five or six miles a day in the right area, it is nothing to see... 12 to 15 scrapes. I can't ever remember hunting far oh, country no. and seeing oh, scrapes like that. No. So if you're hunting where you're seeing sign, then bucks are using that area, and he might be there on a three- or four-day loop, but especially if you're catching in the open hardwood, look for the highest mountain that is... If you're on a mountain and he's down in the hardwood scraping, get to the top of the mountain because he's up in the spruces somewhere. Yep, 100%. It, it's almost guaranteed. He's up there this. somewhere. Hunting Jersey with the deer population that it was down there... I never even remotely saw the sign that we find in the big. Well, they don't, have, they don't have to. Well, like, they're all right there. Yes, yes yeah. and no, Jay Flynn. Yes and no, <laughs> uh, but the, the, I think of that drainage in particular. That drainage in particular that you hunted a lot this yeah. year. I have never in my life seen such a cluster of scrapes. We're talking was, anywhere from twenty-five to thirty. Oh scrapes. no, I'm saying within within a mile radius of that drainage that Ty and I hunted a lot, including the drainage next to it, which Correct. is within that mile. There's probably 45 scrapes. At least. At least. It, it was unbelievable. It was like every 10 yards there was a wide that, edge. Yeah. That opening weekend that I went up there and and found those those, those scrapes and rubs, that, that drainage that we were talking about yeah. that when I went up there opening weekend, I was blown away. Oh, oh yeah. I, I get up off the trail and like I get that. up into this swamp and I cross the, the little swamp and all of a sudden I it, it put me right in the game. I was like... and. It was really, I, I feel really lucky because I somehow just followed them continuously. Right. Like I didn't Path deviate. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was, wow. I couldn't believe how many. These, are truly, these are truly dominant bucks that are, that, are, that are truly, again, competing for breeding rights on one or two does in, a, in one square mile area. 
Mm-hmm. He he's not mar- he's not scraping on a cornfield to let the you know five spike horns know that that's his area. He's letting other very dominant bucks that would come in and challenge him for his area to let them know, hey, this is what I do. And he has to leave all those scrapes so that he can have those come visit them and tell him whether or not they're in the area. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's very important that they leave sign. Hence, haunt the sign. If you're yeah. hunting an area and you're not seeing the sign, you're wasting your time there. in yep. the big yeah. woods. It's, it's get out that of simple. There. It is. Yeah. I can't wait to get cameras on some of these areas that we're talking about, though, next year and moving forward to see what we can build for years to come on that annual data that we speak sure. about. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be absolutely mind-blowing to see, the A, the quality of bucks and the number of bucks. That are we're we're going to be area. moving into season uh, closes, winter passes. We're going to be moving into that our first year of the, the really collecting the data up there and where we'd like to hunt yep. out of camp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like I said, that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to is getting into there, getting some cameras up, and uh, just checking. Just, just, and you know that that annual data thing is something that I mean, at least me has taken from other people who who we've talked to this past year, um, including on our last podcast we did with with the hunting public. Um, Brett Joy talks about it. He does it all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what he's been doing for years, mm-hmm. and people are very successful doing so. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, and. Um, with that being said, to go back to Adam's point, once you find the sign and you get in an area that you really like, you got to hunt it nice and easy. Yeah. Don't go blow through the areas that don't matter. And it takes time to figure those out. Last year, I didn't know those areas the same way I do now. I would, Mm -hmm. you know, it really would eat me up to to move fast at all because I always felt like I was screwing it up. But I kind of do it second nature now. I don't even think about the fact that like, oh, I wouldn't have done that last year. I just do it now. Right. And when you get to an area that looks like it, you know, if it feels good, it probably is. That's your instincts kicking in. Follow your instincts. Slow down and take it easy going through. You're certainly not going to screw it up by going slow. And if you did, you'll probably feel a lot better about bumping a buck when you're going slow than if you were just buzzing through and I are going to be mad at yourself. Because you're right. You catch a glimpse of them running yeah. away. So I wanted to, well, so we started this tangent because I said tips for bear ground hunting or tactics that we use in the tactic. Oh, that's my tip. <laughs> the tactic that I always use, whether, I mean, I wasn't successful this year, so take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But um, what I always do is get on a map and depending on what time of the year it is, I mean, if it's rut, look for the rut funnels, you know, just the obvious stuff. But I'm always picking out points on a map the night before or that morning to where I want to be to where I think deer might possibly be. And Yep. And that's how I found all the signs this year. Mm-hmm. Starting that, point. And, and that's where that's where I'm saying like that's where I start. And then from there, I kind of just go wherever the wind takes me. I follow the sign. They don't have to be big topographical features either. They it could be a little knob or a little finger yep. that just comes something off that sticks of a main out mountain or something. Yeah. It it does not have to be a, a gigantic feature or something super steep. Or something oh. that's like super deep. I've, I've dropped plenty of pins on, on deer we've shot at or bucks we've jumped, and you look at the pin once you drop it, and it's, it's such an odd spot. It's, so yeah. it's not. It's a topo line. It's like, it so weird really for you to say line. though, Adam, because we know you love the steep stuff. I mean, we, got, <laughs> we cannot keep Adam out of the steep. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, come on, man, my legs are tired. <laughs> <laughs> Can we parachute with me on those? Hey, where are we dropping, boys? <laughs> it's 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 funny you say about the map and we've talked about this before too, and it's like, yeah, uh you're looking at the map and you get there and you're like, oh, does not look the same. But it's funny though, you know, you do get to it and you're like, wow, this should be really steep here. But you're on this nice flat ledge and you're like, wow, this yep. is a good spot, you know? Like 
Yeah, yeah, the map, take it out a little bit, and then then you go there and you dissect and you learn what's really there. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a map guy, 100%. I love looking at maps. Yeah, I just love looking at them. Whether they mean anything or not, I just enjoy looking at them. I, All right. I think we gotta get Gungi in, in here. Yeah, we gotta. We, we're yeah, going let's, hear about, uh, let's hear about the farm country. Yeah. Gungi did not get up in the mountains this year, but he did some farm country hunting, and we're all taken out. Like I said, our favorite, our favorite memory that pops into our head. So let's hear it, Gunga. Oh, you know the rodeo that we had today is probably <laughs> the top moment of the season. Yep. Yep. Anytime your gun goes off five times in a day is a pretty good one. But, yeah, uh, sure. When it's a front stuffer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did some uh, we did some drives today and end of the night Gunga shot a shot a deer tonight. Yeah, my first one of the year. So yep. I mean that's pretty much it for me. Got into some other stuff this year that I really enjoy. So the deer hunting's kind of taking a backseat yeah, for me. Well, yeah, yeah, talk about that. You gunga guys are duck hunting this year. Yeah, I started duck hunting this year with uh, my buddy Joe, and we have no idea what we're doing, but we're that's what makes getting them every time we go. So it's yeah, you guys had blast. plenty of success. Yeah, this year. yeah. It seems like yeah you guys are doing something right. Yeah, so, with a sweet boat, by the way. Yeah, Joey built that boat up. Yeah, awesome. Well, I guess that leaves me. I, I, I have two things that I want to say is one being just how much fun we had in general, just with everywhere we went as a group, yeah. just that just sticks out in my mind so much. Like this has been one of the most fun deer seasons I've personally, personally had because we hunted as a group so much, just an absolute blast. And then second, I'm going to go with Ty is my first track that I actually successfully tracked a buck and almost got a shot at him. The, the feeling of being on a track for an hour or however long it is and then finally catching up to the buck and seeing them there's it's just like uncomparable like it's almost a win in a way like right. you don't kill them it is it, it's all about it the, it's about the chase mm-hmm. it's not it, all about the kill it's yes. about the chase 100%. and uh, yeah it's just a, a crazy it feeling put, that's what sticks out in my mind whole honey experience into perspective yep it puts it all into perspective you didn't even get to pull the trigger, and nope. you feel just as good, if not better, than you would in many other instances of your hunting career. 100%. Yes. One, I mean, I was on cloud nine, and I, like Corey said, didn't even get to pull the trigger didn't on him. Didn't get to pull the trigger. But, yeah, what happened there is I ended up tracking this buck, and uh, he was with two does. I had uh, come down this big ravine, and the two does were bedded right across the ravine, had seen me coming, and... Uh, jumped them they got up and ran around the uh tip of the mountain there and i followed their tracks and i kept i kept seeing a track in between them i thought and i was like what is going on here i was like i swear that's a buck track so i keep moseying on up and then i see another set of tracks coming up from a different part of the mountain and uh where those does had got up and ran by they kicked the buck up and i looked at the bed and it was green and i put my hand in it and it was warm and i knew he was right there (laughs) Um, and I, I ended up going probably another, oh God, I don't know, 150, 200 yards and looked up and there was a deer standing, uh, underneath a spruce tree with his head up in it. So I couldn't tell if it was a doe or not. And I went to go pull the gun up and there was a clump of snow in the, uh, in the peep site there. So I never, never got a shot at him. I tried blowing it out. Didn't work. Uh, well, it did work, but by the time I pulled it back up, he was gone and uh tracked him for i don't know a couple more hours probably and never caught back up with him but just sticks out in my mind from this season because it's just so rewarding 
so, so rewarding fun. after how far you walk and all the work you put into it just to see a buck so yeah you, could, you put a good five plus miles on in a day and you finally get there and le- well and leading up to that it. point we'd hunt for how long i mean i mean days right Oh no, we hunted for. I mean, at that point, it was weeks into the season. Oh yeah, right? I mean, it's, yeah. Dece- it's December nineteenth, and we have been going as hard as we possibly can since September twenty seventh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're going on three months now, almost. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were weeks into the season, and I had put my time in up there and had that one close encounter with the buck, and then just seeing him was was great. So. Well, I was in great shape though when it all ended. Like, yeah, yeah. Corey and I are looking at pictures. Oh, we're, we're looking no. at actually one of the old videos, and I was like, "Look at how fat my face yeah, I was looks." Little, I was porky <laughs> when the season started. <laughs> I was like, "My God!" Yeah. You my can sure God. put on the miles up here if you yeah. up there if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. It always puts you in good shape, and I mean, it's it is not. It is just about the chase. It's not always about shooting. One hundred percent. A week ago, I guess at this point, hunting down in Mass, I had a I had a buck Jay hooked me twice, and I I called Corey at the end of the day, and I told him all I could do was kind of smile walking out of the woods. I mean, what am I gonna do? Yeah, man? what are you gonna do? He freaking got me good twice on yeah. the same Jay hook. So I mean, congratulations, bud. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun when they when they do that kind of like, hey, I'll tip my hat to you, man. I, I'm right on your butt, and you Jay hooked me and caught me twice, and I mean that's fun. It that's just, the other it funny, makes you want it even more. The other funny thing I noticed, like I missed that buck in farm country here the other day and i was so pissed off about it i was so pissed and just like that last buck that i tracked the last day we tracked up there and he got he just bedded in every single spot where i was never gonna be able to catch him and i eventually caught him running down through private um without a shot at him obviously but i wasn't even mad (laughs) i wasn't mad about it i was like Mm-hmm. What are you gonna cool. do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? You're hunting in the mountains. That's what happens. It's another nice, another nice season. Everybody that listens to this podcast, for whatever followers we do have, everybody has a group of guys that they like to hunt with. And you know, everybody can put themselves in our shoes, and it's it's important, man. Keep your keep your crews together and enjoy the times you can mm-hmm. that you can spend with each other because it, this wouldn't be as much fun if you were hunting by yourself all the time. Oh, oh God, no, it wouldn't. And we learn a lot more as a group, sharing stories and, and doing things like this. You can really, uh, you know, fast track the learning curve. And at the end of the day, really, I've said it before, I'm 30. I've been hunting, you know, since I was, as, as long as I remember. But, I mean, young from what I, yeah, I mean, from what I can remember, <laughs> let's just say 12. I mean, I got 18 years of hunting under my belt. And... No matter how much you learn, how much you figure it out, at the end of the day, it's just about the you know the right day and the right deer and and running into them. I've shot a lot of deer and a lot of turkeys on days that never think you know you never think it pan out. And I've hunted the most beautiful days under the best conditions, and it was some of the worst I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you just got to keep going and and just have fun and enjoy it and be out there, man. The, you'll get your shots and you'll miss deer and you'll you'll kill big bucks and in time you'll have you'll have seasons where you cannot make a wrong move and you'll have seasons like this year for the most part for all of us where you just can't seem to catch a break I mean, yeah. started off hot in both season yeah. and ended real I mean, cold. as far as seeing <laughs> bucks this year we saw way more bucks last year than we oh did my season. god, oh, god. Yeah. this way season more. was so incredibly slow compared to seasons past it was it was brutal something that i will and say we had good conditions this year really it was cold yeah, it was we bad plenty yeah. something that i will say uh even if you're not into doing the youtube video things uh 
having a camera with you and capturing all those moments on your hunt is and awesome. being able to come back home mm-hmm. and watch it over and show like we do. We sit here and watch it. You know, we'll watch yeah, we're hunts doing, over. We're doing the videos for us. We're yeah. not doing it for a YouTube channel. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, even even if you're not interested in doing the YouTube thing, sure. the camera is so worth sure. it. You have those memories yeah. forever. Sure. I'm glad you, you bought it, yeah. Bailey. Honestly. Here comes yeah. Bailey busting through the door of and bloom, bloom, hell. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, it's great. You know, it's what, yeah. The best times don't you don't we don't get on video. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't have one. Unfortunately, not. We might get snap a picture or two with Corey and Brad and Brad eating ice cream. So. <laughs> 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 but it's, it's going out to dinner at night. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's the excitement of what might come the next day. It's the excitement of snow falling while we're sitting in camp, and oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. what well, having, having a few beers. Highly, highly recommend yeah. getting the camera. The, the, and the even even if it's meal, just on your phone as well. Just yeah, shoot just video, video. Just take video. videos, take pictures. Yeah. I know the Elmers talk about it all the time. Capture the moment because you'll have it forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am so happy just for that reason. Set the YouTube thing aside that I bought the camera because yeah, we're gonna great. always have it. Yeah, it's been great. So. And it's actually a motivator too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah, it is. To, to to you can't video things that aren't happening. So we're out we're out doing it. Yeah. yeah. You know, when I was younger, it was easy for me to sleep in in past days. And you know, mm-hmm. the older you get, you get working and you get family priorities and all that kind of stuff. We get out and hunt every chance that we can. And then for the next nine months out of the year, we'll be we already are dreaming about next season. John, we've already got to get out there. Already. We've I can't already wait got to get back up this tent oh, camp. Yeah. I know. Oh, my we've already got big Mission. plans. And oh, don't worry, we'll get back up there. Oh, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we back up to. there this well, season. <laughs> it'll be well, a fun one. It'll be a dope. Now it's time to scout a nice fish and get yeah. up turkey on turkey. Oh, yeah, that's the other wait. thing we. <laughs> Adam, on, Adam's, Adam's been waiting. Adam's been waiting. So I figured bad. I better break the ice. <laughs> what so we got bad. for time here? God, I can't wait to have oh, a fire breathing two year old down the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's talk about what we're gonna do, kind of what we do in the off season, I guess. Yeah. What we're gonna do, and then what we're gonna roll into in the spring. So in in when's the off, duck, when's duck season close? Yeah, you uh, depends on your zone. Basically, the whole state's closed right now. When's it? Does it open back up here? No, it's no. done. Okay, so no duck hunting. Okay, no duck. Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, to to close out here, we have um, another solid week of uh, Southern Zone muzzleloader here in New York. We got a little um, break between the twenty first and Christmas. In, in Christmas, the week after to uh, Christmas to the first, to, to basically to yeah, the New yeah, Year yeah. is uh, Southern Zone muzzleloader. Um, what's mass? Uh, mass till January first. Mass is until January first. Looking to try and get over there. We're going um, to Mass tomorrow. 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 Yep. We're um, gonna go do some tracking up up in Mass. And then I mean, as far as what I, I mean, I don't know I, I, what other people are doing. I mean, every, if someone ever has an itch to scratch, going uh, predator hunting, we could always do that. I mean, I like to do that. We got to take um, care of some coyotes up on some properties yep. that we hunt here in the farm yep. country. And then, like you said, we're gonna be looking at uh, ice fishing. Uh, that's uh that's kind of, that's right around the corner we're looking at good temperatures to get some uh get some ice yeah. on some uh lakes and ponds nearby honey do less you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our, we talk about a lot we probably haven't said on the podcast but we really appreciate our girls and they're, yeah. they're super solid for thanks us all. misha for spending yeah. all my money today. thanks babe yeah <laughs> <laughs>
Shout out, Mish. Yeah, you wanted your shout out. There it is. <laughs> shout out to my honey, Bia. Uh, he's no, just bluffing. No. He loves you, Misha. I love you, bud. I love you. Thanks for yeah. spending it. I'm going to get that bathroom done eventually. I promise. You no, know, I'm being dead serious. Uh, Gunga and I are the only one, only single ones in the room here. So I'll just say this. You guys seriously have some of the best girls because you guys are gone so much no we do you guys are gone so much hunting and they never they granted they probably say some stuff sometimes but they never say a word about you guys going and doing i'm here because they know you love i'm here right now when we're not hunting i'm still i know something so but i work a lot in off season too because we spend a lot of money during the hunting season between fuel in, in food and places to stay and now we got a tent camp yeah. and licenses and we, we're all gearheads so we love to have and Adam and I not knowing how to manage our money <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take another call out <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm gonna end up you know working a lot of the off season it makes time go by too yep, yep. yep. in those weekends that we got Making we, we can get together and we're gonna go yeah yeah, yeah we're, we're big we're big ice fishermen we love uh we love going and jigging Lake Trout, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing some videos and stuff with, with that I here and there. We're gonna Definitely do, a we're ton of scouting and a lot of shed hunting. Yeah, yeah. You know, once the snow passes, we for might sure. uh, we might throw a trapping video out too. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, that'd be cool. You gonna get back into trapping? I might do a quick water video. Nice. Scout, like, scouting's kind of like our uh, our Eve. late season burn off of what's left of you know. Yeah, yeah, what's left in the, the tank? What's left of motivation? There's like that last little spurt of excitement about the places you didn't check, or you yeah. know, whatever the case may be. Well, and, let's kind of get into that then. then. And our legs are still, our legs are still good to go from the season. Yeah. yeah. While, yeah. While, we're, while we're on the topic, what are you guys, what are you guys doing for scouting off season? Like, what do you do? I just want to check. I just want to check new country and check country that we might have hunted in and around, but didn't maybe go to certain spots. So the nice thing about this time of year, and it's nothing new. I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard it before, is but typically there's snow on the ground, so you can literally just track deer into where you think you might want to yeah. hunt next year and figure out how they're using that area. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, if it's a wintering area and the snow's not too deep, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But that I get a lot of mine done with shed hunting. I I love yeah. shed hunting. I love just yeah. walking to try to find sheds whether I find them or not, and I find a lot of the sign and the stuff that i want to hunt yep. the following year that way mm-hmm. yeah you so. just get to walk with no reservations like no just, you're, you're not hunting you're not worried about yeah, yeah, whatever you just yeah. it's actually super laid back the, it's almost a positive thing when you when you bump a buck <laughs> like what you'd say yeah it's great yeah. the the mountain that uh, i shot into that buck this year me and cory scouted during the offseason mm-hmm. we'd, we'd never been yep. here before we actually put in a wicked long day i think that, that was, was, like, a, that was like a 12 mile day that, that was, was like, kind of like today you mean kind of like today uh where's your trail camera 200 more yards oh okay no we went cory where's your trail camera oh just 200 more yards motivated i think we did like 13 miles that day if you knew it was a mile instead of 200 yards you might have stopped <laughs> you got them young legs buddy. you got them young ones kept you going just go out and walk man uh, yeah so we do we do a lot of a lot of off-season scouting whether that be right after deer season all throughout the summer well and this year my plan and we talked about it is we we're gonna get cameras out early spring mm-hmm. so they're set yeah we have to go we, we did not do much for trail cameras in the big season um, no we we just soak them. We don't check them regularly through the season or nothing like that. These are cameras that'll go up probably late spring. Yep. And they will stay there until the September. end of this hunting season. <laughs> I might check mine 
before the season starts just to make sure batteries are good. Because I would hate to. I would hate. I'll to check have, batteries, but yeah. the amount of cards that I've pulled and they had some faulty something going on, I just refuse to touch them and put a new card in there. Yeah. I think. I think. I, I don't know. I have to look th- look into this, but I think we have to format them to my to your computer computer yes. before we put them. I in. have cameras that have to format the card to the camera. Well, you see, we tried. So mine that. say to do that, and every time I do that, that's when I end up not being able to read them outside yeah, of the camera. So I I think if somebody part. on this podcast knows what we have to do to format a card, yeah, let us know. Drop a, yeah, drop we're not very savvy with that. Apparently. No. Yep. Slide no. in those DMs. Yeah, we're still learning about the whole tech world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, I'd like to get maybe a, maybe a, one of those uh, phone service ones. Oh, one of those cell cams? Cell cams. Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. Corey, yeah, it goes tossed up in the big ones. And, yeah, at least I get a couple updates. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. I love my cell Keep cams. Keep me motivated yeah. through the season, you know. Yep. Look yep. what's walking by. I like, having, I like having cameras up at the end of you the season when they're shedding. Yep. 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 Sometimes you'll get sometimes you'll get bucks that walk by with they a full walk set and corn pile, don't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you forgot to squash it. No, that doesn't really happen. <laughs> so if you have leftover pumpkins from Halloween, don't go out in the woods and you know mash them all up. Don't put them there, you know, in a nice area, maybe with a stump or something right there. Don't do that, okay? It doesn't it doesn't work? Are you guys saying this is illegal? <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Uh, oh, God. What were we talking about? No, I'll see. So, off you topic. guys are talking about turkey, turkey hunting going oh, turkey on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. Adam's right? bread and butter, yeah. So, we were right, talking about. Jack- I'm all jacked up. I'm all jacked up. We were talking about we're going to do ice fishing in the offseason. We're going to have some videos of that go up on our YouTube channel. And then come springtime, what, April, I think? Well, May is New York. Uh, well, May is New York, but April's, April's Virginia. April's, April's Virginia. Virginia. So we're going to start off our turkey season. Um, we're going to head down to Virginia. Last year we went to Tennessee and ended in Virginia. And we actually found a very, very nice piece of public land down there. And got on some birds, but we only had one day to do it. And we came damn close. Um, it wasn't so even one day. It was a half a morning. Half, half, half a morning. morning. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> Yeah, I, it, God, was that, was there, there that was some beautiful. That was some beautiful, beautiful property. That was a river bottom like I've never seen before. That thing. It was, was like a real tree river bottom. You see it did. It looked like some, <laughs> it looked like something off of a perfectly managed piece of property that you'd see on a on a TV show. It was amazing. It was awesome. Down I can't there. wait to get even that big snake that was curled up right next to you. No, not that snake. But <laughs> we don't need to get into snakes. No, no we don't need to. Um, so. We're gonna do that, and then probably we'll hunt Massachusetts like we did last year. I would assume. And yep. then have yep. New York and do then whatever fishing from time. there. Then it's fishing time for the summer. Get to shooting our bows and our rifles. Nope. Yeah, we're going to do gonna a lot do more shooting our rifles next year. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to get that 22 lever action, and I'm just going to go up there and oh, stand really? there. I got to I gotta practice. See, I looked at it. Uh, so when I, when I started looking at the Rossi 92, yeah. I was looking at uh, lever action 22 yeah. to save money as well. Yeah. yeah. I just want to, I mean, if you're, if you're, shooting is shooting. Shoot small caliber bullets. It's yep. no different. You know, it's just shooting. It's practicing on the fundamentals, and I need to do that. I want to do that. I hunt with a lever action. Just getting, being able to just stand there, and you know, like maybe turn away from the target and look, see it, look, pivot, present, up, pull the hammer back, boom. Just getting into that and being able, you know, proficient you, in that. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to be able to do. This and not have any second thoughts on it. Yeah, Instead of, hey, I want my instinct to be. I see the target, pull up and get ready. You know, and 
You know? Well, you know, I probably just, you like my video, I tagged you guys in on Instagram. No. Yeah, you don't? <laughs> did you not see it? I did not see it. <laughs> you, it said you saw it. I tagged I tagged in the video of me shooting off him this summer. And I said, well, this didn't age well. Oh, oh yeah. I saw that. Oh, yeah, I, saw that. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that, though. No, a lot of practice. I didn't even see the day this season. No. Do they make any pump action twenty two rifles? Sure do. Oh, yeah. well, I don't know if Henry's got one. I know for a fact. Really? On, on the market? Yeah. Huh? Henry's got them. Really? Yeah. I'll Remington used to make them. Yeah, I remember. And there was like there's five on the five broker though. Yeah. 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 Get a get a get a gun, and even, I mean, I would, doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to be a lever action. Little twenty two. All in the fundamentals. Getting good at it. Look, finding your target, identifying it, flicking the safety off, pulling it off, and making a well-aimed shot at it. That's well, what I need to work it's, on. It's so funny to me how it helps. all summer long we shoot our, just shoot our bows, shoot our I mean, Corey and I literally shot every, day. every single day over the summer our bows, but we never pick up. I mean, mostly because of the cost of ammo right now. Mm-hmm. We, we can't be burning through all that ammo with our rifles. But even the 22s, we never practice. We never practice until deer season gets here and... I think this year it bit me <laughs> for for doing that, I mean, for not doing but, that. But for bow, even it's still you know you ha- it's still trigger control and breathing. And, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. And that's but it's, all not the, this, it's not this. It's not. It's not the absolute same. You know. What's she doing? She stepped right on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone want to? Anyone want to add anything in here? That's it. No, thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank no, you seriously, guys. for, uh, you know, who's everybody that's followed along and, and enjoyed our videos. The adventure appreciate. does not end here. No. We're just getting started. No. Yep. Hopefully, we actually might have uh, a buck on the ground tomorrow. Yeah. Someone might kill one tomorrow. That'd be nice. Mass. That'd be nice. So, we're going to yeah. put, our, put ourselves and give ourselves the opportunity. Yep. That's for sure. Keep right, shooting guys. buck shit and I'm out. That's right. <laughs> well, uh... I wanted to put in here, uh, we haven't done a podcast in a while, but we're we're probably going to start ramping them up a little bit. Um, we're, we're planning on getting some new gear here uh, sometime in the future, have a little better uh, sound and audio. But other than that, uh, go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all under Adirondack Bucks and Beyond, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. See ya. See you guys. See ya. Good work, boys.